are you just gonna like backhanded like tell me my editing shit and we're glad that fletch does it now because that's where it's really leading up to i was saying you sound much less stressed about the editing now that you have fletch to do it but you know it was still edited fine back then all right You, you skirted you skirted yourself around that Hello, and welcome to Journey Through the Decacast, a camaraderie retrospective through the lens of Decade, where I am Shin Garrett. And I'm Chris. And Evan got... He got scared and ran away. Yeah. Or like someone pulled the power source out of his back. <laughs> that happened, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, Katsu does that to Joe, but I like the bit where... You think Pai Pai is going to be, like, a badass and join the fight this time, and he's like, uh, nah, I'm too scared. I thought I thought everybody was going to be badass and join the fight, but that didn't happen either. <laughs> then they all got beat up, and they're sad. I guess most of them got beat up, but Hajime yeah. and Utsu are fine. Yeah, they well, they didn't get there. <laughs> I mean, but then Hajime had, like, a, a debate with bird cats. That's true. She did talk to them. Sort of. Yeah. Oh yeah, we watched episode 7 of Gotcha Man Crowds, where there was a Gotcha Man fight. There there was a Gotcha Man fight, finally. We haven't seen one of those in, like, the beginning of the show. So it starts with Utsu trying to do the origami. And she can't. And then Odie's like, you should go get some scissors from Hajime. Setting up that then Utsu will ask Hajime for help with the origami. Which happens. Uh, it is cute, yeah. Because Odie's like, I should have Utsutsu hang out with uh, with Hajime more. And they'll be friends. And Pai's like, oh, you're actually taking care of them. And, and like helping them stay together, that's good. I'm not doing that, because I suck. And then Odie's like, I can only make good things out of destruction. And I'm like, alright. If you say so, I don't know what destructive thing was done here, but okay. Oh, Odie's just sad. He's just sad in general. Is he just sad because his gacha man could destroy a planet? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's also a bit of this episode where he's like, okay, that's it. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go do the fight thing now. And and they're like, no. Definitely don't do that. Well, I mean, it's just Pi Pi that's like Absolutely not. And I'm like, well, we don't listen to him in general, so... <laughs> don't listen to him about anything. That's fine. Uh, the first bit in the episode, there's a, a bit in here that uh, I remember reading at the time someone really strongly objecting to, but I've always, just, I, I've always liked this bit, where uh, Utsutsu and Hajime are riding the elevator back up to the apartment. Uh, this is immediately after their conversation with Ruri in the previous episode. 
Right. And Itsutsu um, says, like, are, are you sure you're okay with things as they are? Like, aren't you going to get yelled at on the internet? People are going to, like, you know, say mean things about you. And Hajime is, holds up her phone and is like, well, maybe, but I can always just turn my fucking phone off. Like, I don't have to listen to that shit. I'm like, good, good job, Hajime. She knows the best, the best thing to, about social media is that you can turn it off. I mean, Hajime is just, like, the smartest character in the show. <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing at the time people being like, well, just saying to, like, ignore trolls is not, like, the best thing. And, like, on the one hand, yes, that's not the optimal solution. But on the other hand, I definitely think that realizing that you have a non-online life that to fall back on is probably, like, good. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, I, that seems fine. Turning things off is a valid answer to things sometimes. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just a, it's just a cute scene. I love, uh, like, Utsutsu's uh, starting to come out of her shell a little bit in this episode. It's very nice. Uh, Rui, uh, meanwhile, is riding the train and decides, uh, apparently because of what Hajime said to, to them, uh, oh, actually I did want to point out that in the English dub for this episode, everybody calls Rui a her for this whole episode, so they all just take it as read that Rui is a woman. So. I did not watch the dub, so I don't uh, know. Should uh, you should maybe give it a try? It's pretty good. I, I like the dub for this show. I'll take your word for it. It's just what I I didn't open it when I opened to watch the episode. Are you watching this on Crunchyroll or? No, I don't have Crunchyroll anymore. I just use Verve. Oh, aren't aren't those the same? I mean, I think Verve we went, we went has over this Crunchyroll, before. but I think I'm watching the High Dive release. Okay, yeah, which do have slightly different like subtracks and stuff. Great. I hope I hope Sony Overlord can get Funimation and just put Funimation back in Verve soon. Uh, that would be nice. Yeah, I don't actually have Verve. I just use Crunchyroll and Funimation for anime. But, yeah. I don't want to like pay for Funimation along with Verve. I know, I know, I know. It's annoying, but I like having dubbed anime on for just like background stuff. I mean, that's fine. I'm not criticizing dubbed anime in any way. I just don't want to pay for two things. No, I'm. I'm. I was just saying that, like, that's just how I like having. That's like how I like doing it, even if it is annoying. I'm. I'm not here to be like dubs are bad. <laughs> so Rui's riding the train home after that conversation, and it's like, okay, um, I'm gonna go beat well, up bird cats now. Yeah, I need to. We need to, to get something done here. So Rui calls up X on the on their tablet. I do want to point out, like, this is a dumb thing to do in the middle of the train when people are around you. I was actually wondering about that. <laughs> like, is how secret is is this? I mean, maybe she's just like everyone on this train's old. They're not gonna not care what I talk about. But old people use Galax too. Huh? Yeah. I don't know. I guess they it, it never really comes up. But just like people don't overhear. Don't overhear anyone else using the internet ever. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Rui first asks, like, so are there any of the hundred that appear to have, like, that don't don't have as much initiative as they used to, or don't seem as committed to the premise as that used to be? 
Um, and X says, well, like, not really. There's a couple, but they might just be joking. And uh, Ruri's like, fire them now. Yeah, Ruri's like, kick them out. They are out. Because Ruri's plan is to go summon the hundred to fight bird cats. Right. But we will get there later in the episode. First, we go back to Utsutsu, who, uh, I think the idea is, is that she has, like, a little, like, collection of things that she's collected from living on Earth, or maybe other planets. But it's just, like, a little treasure hoard of, of like, cute things that she has gotten. I thought it was just where she kept her toothbrush and stuff. Well, there's also, like, there's, like, little plastic cases of, like, little charms and stuff shaped like flowers and stars. That's true. I just assume that's where the teeth cleaning devices go. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. She'd have to have a lot of teeth for that, then. I don't, I don't know how many teeth an alien has. Also, she's got the paper in here that she got when she was on the uh, origami trip that one time yeah and she tries to origami a frog yes she tries to fold a frog and is, cannot do it so od is like hey why don't you go borrow some scissors from hajime yeah and then and then yeah. she does that and then they bond it's extremely cute yeah. they make some frogs assumably okay so uh but yeah, like right before the intro, Rui gives Birdcats an ultimatum, meet me, at, and she gives a location, and Birdcats is like, hmm, I wonder what made you change your mind about confronting me, and then they go to the intro. Right. <sighs> still super awesome. Man. What? I love this intro. So oh, much. yeah. And then Rui proceeds to get like a hundred people killed, I assume. Um, they're not dead, I don't think. I think they look super inca- dead. They do kind of look dead, yes, but I'm pretty sure they're just supposed to be incapacitated. I guess. I, I guess, guess this show yeah. is too positive for death. Well, I mean, some people die. But... Well, I mean, we'll, we'll, Joe's the, not dead yet, and if anybody should have on... died... The, they'll follow up on this next episode, I'm pretty sure, because they're still dealing with the aftermath of fighting bird cats. Cause, uh, but yeah, he he wrecks everyone in this episode, basically. And by that, like, three people. Plus a hundred. Um, yeah. Three plus one hundred, yes. Yeah. Three, three, like, name people and, like, a hundred no names. So uh, Hajime's doing something in her little her little project room, and then pulls out uh, when Utsutsu asks her has a giant box of scissors. There are a lot of extremely weirdly handled designed scissors in this box. I mean, you got to get a lot of scissors for your origami scrapbooking DIYing. I mean, it is it is her thing, so she collects them. Uh, mostly just Hajime is extremely excited to see that, that Utsutsu is trying to do origami thing, and it's just, yeah. They, like, have a little bonding moment here, that's the important part. Yeah, Odie's happy that they've, uh, that 
they're having this interaction and Pi Pi is depressed because he is a terrible boss and bad at being a team leader. I mean, he kind of is. Yeah, I mean, like, he's not wrong that he's bad. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's not... He, this is an accurate assessment of what we've seen so far. I mean, possibly, like, his greatest flaw is that he just expects JJ to do the job. Yeah, I mean, it seems like, uh... I think the idea is, is that JJ's future sight powers not working have, like, just shaken Pi-Pi's confidence to a degree where they don't really... They can't really, like, take any action. I mean, is it is it not working, or just, like, he just doesn't, it isn't choosing to, doesn't feel it's necessary to, or something else? Uh, I don't know if there's ever an answer to that question, whether it, whether JJ can't see what's going to happen, or whether they don't want to. I mean, I don't know, I, I choose to read it as the perspective that JJ's like, I fucking told you the thing with, like, the broken child and everything like come on figure it out guys <laughs> yeah this uh i mean with the way that hajime interacts with bird cats this might be one of those things where it's like well if i told you what was gonna happen then it wouldn't happen yeah i yeah no i just think kajime is the best at understanding these people uh yeah yeah pretty much Still, this is a pretty big, uh, a bit of an insurmountable problem for her to uh, solve at this point, but we're going to get there. Still got uh, five more episodes after this. And an OVA. That's true. Yeah. So, uh, back over to Rui, who's standing in the middle of a park, and, uh, like, has Birdcats is standing across from her, and Rui's like, okay, I'm summoning in the hundred. All of the crowds drop drop in, and they're all, like, gathering around, gonna beat the crap out of bird cats. It looks extremely intimidating. Uh, Sugane is there. Uh, he's, like, hiding under a tree and is like, oh, uh, there's bird cats. I get, let's see how this plays out. I know I said uh, it last time, but I appreciate that he wears his character development in his clothing. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, Bur- <laughs> Birdcats pulls out a Gotcha Man notebook, which they did not expect. None of the characters expected this. I mean, presumably OD could have told them. But I mean, I think Joe expected this, because I think. Maybe. I don't remember if Birdcats transformed when they fought Joe previously. Uh, I don't think they did. Okay. Yeah, because uh, wasn't it just like the black diamond tail before, not the uh, Maybe. like embellished gold one? I think the like the embellished gold diamond tail is uh, new. Poss- yeah, that's true. Probably, I will take your word for it. I, I like a uh, okay when she, when Birdcats pulls out the notebook and this it, it's uh, she, <gasps> their intro to their transformation is like ba 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 ba. And it's like they're, they're like singing a song into Bird Go. They have to uh, do their own henshin jingle. The notes don't make noises. Right. In the uh, in the dub, it, he makes it uh, a lot more like trolley sounding. Like he's like, ba, 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 bird, bird go. 
Like, he's just really like, oh, you didn't expect this, did you, loser? It, it's, a, it's a fun twist on that. That bit. Just every time they subtitle it in Japanese, or in the subversion, I'm just like, they say bird first. Wait, what do they subtitle it as in on high? They do it as they do it as go bird, but like you can distinctly <laughs> hear them say bird first because that's how the Japanese yeah. language works. They say bird go every time. It's pretty easy to hear. Yeah, but they sub it as go bird. I'm pretty sure. Now that's you're making weird. me second guess, second guess myself. I'm like ninety. I mean, I believe sure, you. Right? I I believe you. It's just a weird thing to do. But now I feel wrong that that you pointed out that that's weird. So, Birdcats, uh, turns into a giant, uh, like, essentially the same black diamond triangle tail thing that we've, that they've been using for this whole show to fuck things up, but now it's, like, made out of, uh, metal and gold, and, uh, is much longer and more destructive, and they just start whipping around this tail, this, like, uh, gold tail thing, and just destroying all of the crowds pretty much in like 30 seconds yeah so like the hundred are taken out pretty instantly yeah yeah and like these things are pretty strong like they they can like lift boulders and crap like we've, we've seen them be very effective up until this point so yeah watching them get jobbed is pretty uh pretty serious business Okay, no, I am 100% right. They subtitle it as Go Bird. Maybe that's... Did, did they say that back in the old Gotcha Man show? I, that could be. I, that's my only assumption. That's my assumption for that. Weird. But I went back to double check to make sure I'm not crazy. I, I believe you. I'm not. So, and the... Uh, as we see the 100 get, like, wrecked... Um, I forget if we've seen the, like, we, we clip over to people who are, the people who are controlling them. Have we seen the little mask thingies that they wear before? I don't think so. I think that might be new. Okay. I, I guess they've got, like, little 3D glasses or, like, I don't know, like, AR goggles or something that they put on to control their, uh, like, hundred avatars. Oh, Okay. I mean, I think that's the idea. Okay. I mean, it doesn't matter, because then they all die. Or I guess pass out, as, as what you tell me. Yeah, yeah, when their avatar gets destroyed, or at least when Birdcats destroys the, the crowd's avatars, they all, like, pass out on the floor. Right. Which is bad news. That could be, that could cause real problems. Uh, okay, so Rui's like... It could. Rui's like... Oh shit, I did not expect that I was going to be totally outclassed here. My question is, how did how did they not expect this? Um, I mean, presumably that they were worried that this was going to happen, and that's why they had been avoiding this confrontation. Because, like... It just... But still, it's, like, so one-sided. It's, like, not even... Not even... Like, really an effort for bird cats. I mean, I would just assume, like, if a person is strong enough to, like, create a note out of your soul or whatever, that, um, they could probably beat you up in, like, a note fight. 
Yeah, well, maybe. I don't know. I guess, uh... Well, the thing is, is that Rui's power isn't really tied to Burkhat's anyway. Like, Rui's power is their own, sort of. Like, But it was, like, awakened through Burkhat's. Right, right. But, like, um, the other characters, their power isn't tied to JJ. Like, JJ doesn't give them their abilities. Right, but JJ draws out their ability. Right, right. But it's not... I, they don't ever... <laughs> I, I don't think they ever imply that their power's, like, inherently subordinate to his or whatever. I guess. Pretty much, I think after 99 of the 100 get wrecked, there's, like, one of them still, like, kind of floating around. Right. But uh, this random dude that Birdcats had stolen their face wanders up and is like, Oh, for all that shit you said about, uh, you know, not relying on power to get things done and trying to make everything happen, here you are, fighting me, like... You think, like, uh, because you realize that power is the only thing that can really change the world. Look who talked hot shit and now got wrecked. Yeah. Sure. Um, like, man, don't be a dick, Birdcats. That's so mean. I don't know. Just, like, a lot of the stuff where, like, people with, like, Rory's, like, goals or whatever, I'm just like, yeah, okay, sure. I don't buy it. I don't think I've ever bought it. Oh, man. Eh, well, fair enough. I, I, I find this really affecting. Like, I, I, uh... I mean, I guess that's, you know, that's part of why I connected with the show a lot, but... Just, uh... The idea that she's trying so hard to, like, you know, make the world, like, democratic, that... She she wants, like, everyone to be able to have a part in making the world a better place and just gets smacked down so hard. Is like, I understand just why... really sad. I understand why it's effective, but, like, just, like, none of, like, the logic or arguments just, like, add up with me to, to like, their goal character and any of that. Huh? Hey, I guess if it doesn't work for you. But, you know. Uh, yeah... Well, in addition to, uh, Burkhat's giving them verbal shit, uh, they also, like, start really fucking, like, messing with Rui physically. Like, they take the, the chain thing and just start, like, whipping her and slapping her face and shit. It's, uh, kind of fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, Rui gets beat up quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Rui gets, as uh, really really, really and, messed up in this episode. And Sugani's like, uh, can, can, I, can I, like, fight, please? This person's hey, bye getting... Bye-bye. Bye-bye, please. Uh, get, let me go fight the Birdcats. Uh, Joe, Joe says, okay, well, I'm not really gonna wait for authorization. Hold on. I'm gonna go in there. So Joe goes all Phoenix form and starts fighting Birdcats. Uh, they, they grab Rui... And uh, get, have Sugane try and get Rui out of there. It, I don't know, it's it's weird, because, like, Joe's powers are, like, they're just not really suited for this. Because uh, it, it seems like Birdcat's body is literally just this huge golden chain thing at this point. And, uh, like, Joe's powers aren't really, like, he can shoot his fists at things, he can shoot fireballs, like... 
not terribly great at dealing with something that's just a long chain. Joe's just kind of a super robot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is basically a super robot. That's a good point. Um, And so in the show, it leads me, leads me to believe, is he ever effective? Uh, I've seen I him mean, twice, and he's gotten beat up both times. I mean, yeah, Joe's, Joe's like, his powers are pretty helpful for some things, but not for this. Everyone else is back at the cage, and Pi Pi is uh, yelling at JJ, like, Oh, why didn't you tell us this was going to happen? Yeah, uh, because yelling at do. JJ is the solution. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hajime is like, look, okay, we have to make decisions. We can't, we can't not make decisions and just let bad shit continue to happen. That's obviously not going to go well. Hajime, again, like, the best character in the show. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, that is easier said than done. Like, decision paralysis is definitely a real thing. I mean, I get it, but it doesn't stop Hajime from being the best. She is right. I definitely, as, uh, having gone through the COVID year, I'm definitely like, well, I don't ever want to decide to do anything ever again, so I get that. And then, and then that's where everybody's like, I'll go. No, I'll go. No, I'll go because you can't go. Right, right. Uh, essentially, yeah, Odie is... Well, okay, that happens a scene later. First, um, Rui takes... Uh, or Sugane takes Rui into like this weird like hut thingy that I guess is part of the park or something. Isn't it just like the playground thing? Maybe? Like the playground turtle thing you go in? Uh, it's huge and made out of, like, sticks and stuff, so... I don't know. It looked like a... It looked like a hut of some kind. I could I be could. wrong. But anyway, like, Rui explains what had what had been happening to them up until this point to Sugane. And, uh... You know, along... I, I guess this fills in any gaps that the viewer might not have been sure of up until this point. Like, Rui did get their power from bird cats. Uh, the hundred come from their Gachaman power. They've been trying to use the Galax thing to, you know, improve the world for everybody. Uh, and then Sugani's like, cool, I don't think you're sus anymore. Yeah, uh, Sugani's like, oh, I, uh... Yeah, I feel bad for you. I'm sorry I didn't respect you before. Uh, please uh, believe in Gotcha Men, even though you don't believe in heroes. Joe will definitely, definitely win. Right, Chris? Joe's going to definitely win. Uh, he's pretty confident that Joe will win. Joe's going to definitely win. Uh, I like Rui says, uh, I want to believe in you, but you don't really know how scary Birdcots is. Yeah, I thought that was going to go elsewhere. It didn't. Wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? Well, I thought like Rui's going to like reveal like some new revelation about Birdcats that we didn't know about. Oh, just other than they're like virtually indestructible. Right. Okay. Uh, we see uh, there's like um, Sugane has a tiny bit of a flashback here where I guess he got eaten by one of the mess at some point and Joe pulled him out of there. 
I guess, yeah. Because uh, the, they're in that weird, like, water reclamation tank thing in the uh, in the base. Oh, is that where that's from? Yeah, yeah, they showed it earlier on in the show. Like, when they were getting people out of the mess, they were in that big red tank thing. Gotcha. So, and that's uh, when Sugane started, like, seeing Joe as, like, a hero and everything. So, yeah, he's pretty upset about seeing Joe getting his ass kicked here. Which he does. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Okay. So the yeah, back in the cage, all the uh, everyone is deciding what they're gonna do exactly. Pai Pai's like, okay, Hajime Tutu, you're with me. I'm gonna transform. We're gonna go. We're gonna go do the fight. Uh, and Pai Pai turns into their Gachaman form, which I love. I think this thing is super awesome looking. Yeah, it's like it's like a it's like a bear tank. Yeah, I don't... I'm not sure if it's supposed to look like a type of bird or something. I don't, I, I don't know what, t- what bird it looks like. Oh, I just thought it looked like a bear. Uh, let me see. Okay. It doesn't... The the wiki page I'm looking at does not reference it being related to a bird in any way. So it says, large beast able to convert to a wheeled vehicle form. Yeah, bear tank. Yeah, this is like a weird bear lion thing. And that has like arms that are made out of wheels. And then it can also transport people. Yeah, yeah. Also like Pi Pi can... can invite people into like his amnesia zone transformation area. Yeah, the the weird like light dimension that they go into when they're inside their Gontraman transformations, where there's like lots of light rays projecting around them. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Pai Pai... It's, it's, uh, he, like, stands on top of the the elevator, turns into this cool-ass thing, turns it into his wheel, like, this giant wheeled cylinder thingy, and then it's like, come on, let's go. I'm gonna be super awesome. It's such a cool moment. He's like, I'm gonna gun it. <laughs> Hold on. Man. Yeah, for a minute there, I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's gonna be so cool, but that it, it's not because Pi Pi is too scared. Yeah, Pi Pi gets scared and it's just like, ah, I changed my mind. You two can get out here. <laughs> I'm leaving now. Yeah. Uh. So so Joe, who has been getting thrown around by the bird cats chain the whole time, uh, is now at the point where like his I don't know if his armor cracked or something, but um, bird cats like copies him does the thing where where they kiss and copy him and uh they they do the like the the villain thing where they're like oh uh all your insecurities are true the world sucks you're not good at things uh you don't need to try so hard yeah stop being so naive um Yep. So <laughs> it doesn't uh, it doesn't really work on Joe, but then he just keeps beating up Joe. So I don't know. I think I think like the thing's more effective with Joe than it was with Rory. Oh yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, so. maybe I'm just giving it the benefit of the doubt. Where I'm like, yeah, this seems like stuff Joe would worry about. 
Yeah, maybe. Like, these kind of give up his, his, like, kind of disillusioned vibes that he gave off as a politician. Like, I can see that being, like, the insecurity that he has. Yeah, I mean, I, be- I believe it. Like, I just... <laughs> when I said it doesn't work, I mean, like, it doesn't seem to affect Joe the, to the same way. I mean, I think it does some, though. Eh, maybe a little bit. I wouldn't say he, he it's ineffective on him. But, uh, either way, so after that, um, Birdcats kicks Joe over and rips the notebook out of his back. And... I didn't even know the note was in the Gacha Man form. Yeah, uh, you can see in, like, one of the earlier episodes when Sugane turned into his Gacha Man form, the notebook, like, loaded into a little slot Oh, on I guess back. you're right. Did we mention how, like, Sugane just got, like, knocked out trying to transform? Yeah, he happened. ran over and was trying to transform and then just, like, got knocked unconscious in the, uh, chain flailing. So, Joe, uh, looks super dead for a minute here. Joe might have been dead. It's possible. Like, he's covered in blood and, like, just loses, like, a leader on the fucking rubble of the stairs that he got slammed into. Luckily, they have an Utsu. Yeah, Utsutsu is here to use her her little hand powers to uh, bring Joe back from the brink of death. Thank God. And I guess also Sugane? Yeah, I I mean, I'm not... Sugane seemed fine either way, so... The reason that Utsutsu is able to do that is because Hajime is also here, and she engages in, like, a weird riddle contest with Burkots... Well, to distract them? Yeah. Yeah, Hadrian's just like, Hi, Birdcats, why won't you show yourself? And Birdcats is like, I'm right here. And Hadrian's just like, okay, if you say so. <laughs> like, sure. Uh, Birdcats asks, uh, when, when is the world the brightest? And Hadrian's like, around five in the morning, when things are, when, like, the dawn is uh, showing up. But the correct answer is right before it explodes. Yeah, when it's destroyed. I'm like, well, of course you would say that. And it was about this point I realized that Bird Cats is like a combination of the Joker and Freakazoid. Oh, I hate half of that. And <laughs> that he's like just annoying you to death. Kind of. But like Hajime just goes with it. So like it's the perfect foil. Right, right. Um... Yeah, Birdcats' next riddle is what is the sweetest, tastiest thing that every human being loves? Uh, I think Kajime tries to come up with an answer for this one, but is not is still working on it at the end of the episode. I'm sure Birdcats' answer is something like greed or something like that. Yeah, it's probably like blood or freedom or pain or something. Power. But like Kajime is going to come up with like the optimist answer for it. And then they're going to have, like, a giant battle of ideals that takes the form of a Gacha Man fight. And then Hajime's side will win, and then that's how the show will end. Well, far off. Uh, there is a bit in here, though, where Hajime, like, reaches a hand out toward the water and says, Birdcats, are you satisfied? I think she's, she says full, but also, like, it might I be... I think it was satisfied. I think it was satisfied in the... Satisfied sub. makes more sense. Uh, like that's what she means to say. Like full is not in, not a as obvious of a tr- of a 
thing to understand here, but yeah. She's like asking, like, are, what are you getting out of this for cats? And, and apparently the joy of just watching the world burn. Yes, yeah. Because uh, I guess uh, he's just a jerk like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's that's kind of the end of that confrontation scene. It did not go well. The park got super wrecked up. Everybody got beaten up. Utsutsu's keeping everyone alive, but yeah. Uh, Rui wakes up and they are still like super fucked up and stuff. Yeah, um, but they're not dead. Yeah, they're not dead. X uh, is still talking to her. It's like, um, you know, pull yourself together. You know, you'll get back on your feet from this. Uh, and it says like, you know, you need to you need to heal and protect yourself for a little while. Yeah, you can't do anything while you're all beat it up. Yeah. Yeah, it's it is like super weird this one because. Rui's got a little bit of the, like, sexually injured thing that you'll see in, like, comics a lot, or, like, in some anime where, like, a lady is, like, dead or or severely hurt, but in, like, a hot way. And that's just weird. Right. I'm like, well, on the one hand, I guess that is pretty progressive of them <laughs> to visually treat her like that. On the other hand, don't do that. It's weird. <gasps> yeah. I mean, like, to be fair, the the clothes remain untorn. That's true. Uh, I, yeah, I think the only thing that gets torn is, like, her uh, like her socks. Yeah. So, Sugane and Hajime are still are sitting in um, Hajime's room at the end of the episode, kind of just going over what happened. And, uh, they both are, uh, agree that, like, you know, we should, like, I, I don't think Rui is, has any bad intentions, and we should probably, like, try to help them. And then Sugani's like, why are you eating all of these sweet things? Yes, yeah. Uh, Hajime's, uh, attempt to answer the riddle apparently involves eating lots of candy and cakes. I mean, she, she took it literally first, which, fair. Yeah, that is probably also what I would do. Some of those look delicious. I think there's definitely some dango in there. And then, like, uh, as they're they're wind as they're winding up talking, she like uh, she walks out into the main part of the apartment and pulls the shades of the window open, and it's like it's dawn, like the lights streams in. Yeah, and everybody's like, "Oh, this is beautiful." Yeah, which I'm like, ah, that's a good moment. I like that. Good callback there. And yeah, that is the end of the, that episode for today. Man. Yeah, I think, like, we're, uh, things move like a lot faster from here on. <laughs> okay. I will take I your mean, word for it. This episode involved a lot more action than the previous one, so. I mean, yeah, that's true. I feel like this is like the second or third action scene we've gotten in the show. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess yeah, there was Sugane's one with the mess, the first time Joe transformed, and then this one. Yep. I mean, I don't know. Like, good show. Like show. Um, 
so this is a podcast on the internet at journeythroughduckcast.com where there are links to all of the podcatchers, Chris's and mine's Twitter, the network's Twitter, um, emails, etc. Garrett is wrapping up fast today because he wants to talk about Pathfinder. That's not what I'm doing. Uh, okay. I was just doing outro stuff while trying not to yawn. Well, I hope that by the end of the show you'll at least have some sort of sympathy for, for Rui's position. Because I think that's like a major component of, like, accepting the premise of the show. But maybe not, and I guess that's fine with me. I mean, it's fine. I hope you'll find a way to enjoy it. I don't agree with it, but it doesn't mean that that's not fine. I don't know. Every time I watch it, I'm just like, just taken, just, it just takes me back to just when we thought that. <laughs> I mean, like. Back in the cons- way back time of what, 2016? 2013? 2013. Like, connection can still be good. Like, talking to, like, connecting with people is still a good thing to do. Man, 2013 was a happier time. It really was. It really was. That was when Gaim was airing. And that's a show. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, that's forever ago, man. Um, anyway, we'll be back next time with probably some Ryuki. We'll probably do Ryuki. Yeah. Um, and until next time, which is the Passing Through Podcast, remember that. Yep. Thanks for joining us this week, and hope y'all have a nice whatever the heck it is you end up listening to this. Oh, you you took that from something, and I cannot place where. That's that's Hub's intro to Titan of the Defense. Damn it, it is. It's been a while. I'm like, that sounds so familiar. <laughs> it's been a while, but much like Alvin and the Chipmunks, we are back in style. That's Rome Fokker Pals. Okay. Just doing all my, my podcast shoutouts here. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought that was also just like a weird Alvin and the Chipmunks callback. It, it is a weird Alvin and the Chipmunks callback. <laughs> okay, well we can, we can stop now. Alright, I'm gonna click stop now. <laughs>